0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void right prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, you're looking on to the adventure. And I'm pregnant. on W4CY. Where you?
1: Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Pipe Man on
2: W4CY.com. West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm here with our monthly expert health guru, in my opinion, Sarah Banta. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you doing today, Dean?
2: I'm doing great, and, you know, first I want to just say right off the bat to my listeners that they should definitely tune in to Accelerated Health Radio and Accelerated Health TV because those shows are much better than mine.
1: Oh, well, I don't know about that, but thank you. And I've got a great guest on this week. And we're going to be talking about time and money, consciousness, and how increasing your frequency in general through diet, through supplements, through just the focus and way of living, you can increase your financial situation, you can increase your productivity and not in a stressful way.
2: And you know what? I love that because as a former financial planner myself, that was one of my favorite things to talk about is trading time for money. Like that's all we do. We trade time for money in our life.
1: Absolutely. The worst thing to do is to be spinning your wheels, stressed out, everything goes down the tubes, your relationships, your health, and you're not making any money. And it's a recipe for disaster on all fronts. And you want to be able to work smart, and attract the right people attract the right business. And it's through meditation and manifesting and just living on a higher level. And so I'm super excited about our guest and it's going to be a fun talk.
2: You know, what's interesting about what you just said is two things. One is I just had an argument with one of my daughters because she's of that younger generation that if you tell them to not stress out, they get pissed off at you. (laughs) so she was stressed out about something and and I I didn't do my normal like normally I will say just relax but she really 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 hates that so I said you know something to the effect of like you know just you need to not stress out so much about it and she just (laughs) went off on me I tried to sugarcoat it a little bit but then when she went off on me you can't just do that I'm like Oh, really? Well, then how come thousands of people in the world do meditation and yoga if it doesn't do that?
1: Right, exactly. It's becoming a very popular coping mechanism, which is nice that it's becoming more mainstream. And I think people are afraid of meditation, but it's super simple. All You know, you just quiet out the outside world and you focus internally. And yes, you're going to have thoughts come in and out, but You just need to calm your breath, calm your body, and it lowers your whole stress system. Your cortisol and your epinephrine and all your stress hormones start coming back into a balance. And we, I believe we talked about last time, cortisol, an increase in cortisol raises your blood sugar without eating a morsel of food. And blood sugar increases inflammation, which increases pain and disease and wreaks havoc on the gut. And there's just a cascade of negativity. So you can, with your mind, fix your physical health and actually lose weight. I always tell people, You can lose weight with your thoughts. You can make yourself sick with your thoughts and you can make yourself well with your thoughts. It's a really important tool. And I found it in my own life. I mean, I've gone, everybody's gone through those times where the stress is out of control and you sit there going, Well, why is the scale going up when I haven't eaten anything?
2: Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I'm a big proponent of everything you're saying. I've lived it my whole life. Like and that's why it surprises me when my own child would say something like that to me. I mean, part of it doesn't surprise me. But the part that surprised me is, you know, I walk my talk. So she's seen the example my whole life where most people might have crumbled from the, the whole world falling around them and like, I, it just doesn't happen to me because I also tell her, which I tore her that call, but I've told her many times is when you get stressed out like that, you can't solve the problem. It just makes the problem worse. If you just learn how to use some kind of coping skill to not stress out, the solution will come to you and you won't have anything to stress out to anymore.
1: Uh, yep, exactly. There. So one thing that happens to a lot of people when they're chronically stressed is they actually have adrenal burnout. And one of the telltale signs of adrenal burnout is they can't multitask. They can't finish something. They've got their mind going crazy with all these things that they have to do and they get scatterbrained and can't do any of them, let alone all of them. And it, it's because your adrenals are just tapped out and they don't know what to do. And they actually, there's something called the adrenal body type. And I wrote a, an article on it at acceleratedhealthproducts.com called Adrenal Body Type. And people get this, um, the layer of belly fat. They get the hunched over fat on their back. They get the red rosacea cheek, uh, cheeks. Their hair starts falling out and some other symptoms. But there's actually a body type that happens when you're chronically stressed. Yeah. And it's not worthwhile. It really, it just causes that inflammation. The pain goes up. I mean, I can't tell you how many emails I've gotten just in the last couple weeks about, you know, saying, Sarah, you know, I was on target with my health and everything was going well. And then I just felt like the wheels came off this year. Everything, I've got pain, I've got gut issues, my vision's going, I don't have energy, I can't sleep, and I don't know what's happened. Well, number one, it's been a, an extremely stressful year for all of us, and if you don't manage it, then all of those things will start happening, and then they roll into each other, and it's a domino effect.
2: No doubt about it. You know, it's funny, too, because when my daughter was younger, she my, my kids used to make fun of me because they would stress me out. I would go in my room for five minutes, and I would come out like it never happened, and you know, the world kind of thinks there's something wrong with that, and that is what I think's wrong with the world, because basically all I did was remove myself from the situation, went in my room, meditated, got my head back on right, and came back out, and then it's beneficial to everybody. The other way, it's not beneficial to anybody.
1: Yeah. Nope, it's not. I mean, when I when my stress has taken over my body, I literally will tell my kids as we're, you know, on top of each other and they're zooming for class here. I'll say I'm not in a good state. Don't take me personally because I don't want them to feel like they've done something wrong. And I know when I'm out of my mind and I always say I become a person that I don't like. And I have to be with myself 24-7, so that's no good. Yeah,
2: no doubt. And then you right. do things that you don't like that you did because you let yourself get to that point. And that's me all the way, for sure. Right. You know, it's, it's funny, too. Like, as a motivational speaker myself, I want to focus on what both of us just said You know, there's a big fallacy. Motivational speakers get stressed out. Motivational people get negative. Motivational people go through all those things. The difference is, is that we use coping tools instead of just letting us go down that rabbit hole and it's how long it affects us and how much we let it affect us. So it's not that we don't get stressed out. It's that we don't let it impact our lives in a way that could be detrimentally negative to us.
1: Yes. And I've been learning how to make yourself impervious to all of the external stressors and to really take control. Because if we let the external stressors get to us, we have no hope. I mean, the world the way it is now. Everything is out of our control and it's just very chaotic. And if you're watching the news or your people will learn in this next coming year, I mean, a lot of their friends are going to be divided on what side they're on politically or, you know, with the the current threat that's going on. And it's very divisive, even your very best friends. And so that's going to be chaotic and stressful. And you have to learn to accept it and move on and protect yourself.
2: No doubt. And and what we also had in this past year, and we're going to have longer is some of the things that were our releases are not in existence. Like somebody like me going to a live concert, festival, is great therapy. That's better than going to a therapist to me. So somebody like myself who hasn't been able to do that in over a year, you just took away one of my coping skills.
1: Absolutely. And wearing a mask, taking away the shared facial expressions with your friends and family members and just eliminating that human touch is so soothing. And we know that those things increase oxytocin, which is a hormone that helps relax the body, cheers the body up, helps improve the serotonin and dopamine transmitters in your brain. And they decrease the cortisol that comes from stress. So when we take that away, we all of a sudden have this whole world that's, anxious and depressed and they don't know why. And these are feelings that they're not used to because it's people that would never have these issues at, at any other time. I mean, there are certain people that have been suffering for years and years, but people that have never had issues with anxiety are having those issues because of what you said, that the coping mechanisms, the releases, the smiles, the facial expressions, the hugging, all of that has been taken away from us. And personally, I'm putting those back into my life because I know that those are the things that are going to boost the immune system and they're going to keep you healthy other than, you know, what what everyone else is telling you to do.
2: Well, you know what? Uh, that actually leads me to something else I was going to say I talked to you about before I brought you on. But, you know, it, it is rather true that, you know, emotions and physical activity and your mind over your body those are all things that help you know like if you're not smiling because you're depressed being locked down at home that lowers your immune system and can make you sick and you know so it's funny you're talking about the mask because i'll tell you a funny story leading up to what i was gonna tell you so i had a cardiologist appointment on friday and it was the first time I actually saw the cardiologist in person over a year. They were doing the tele one. And I thought it was stupid, personally. Just to be honest, if I'm somebody that had heart attacks and I need to get checked up every six months to get an EKG, how is talking to me on the phone and not feeling my pulse and not doing an EKG or doing any of those things any benefit at all? But that being said, okay, so here, here's the thing couple things. First of all, going back to what I was saying about, you know, your own way of programming your mind. So I was actually, because it was over a year, I was actually kind of nervous about getting an EKG. Why would that be? Because most of the time... Two out of probably four times I've had an EKG, I I was getting stents put in me from having a heart attack. So, you know, you could put that into your mind, but here's what I decided to do. Okay. So even though I was somewhat nervous about it, I, and I literally texted this to somebody that said something to me. I'm like, uh, but I'm not letting myself be nervous till after. And the reason being is because if I would have went into that cardiologist appointment, nervous, worried that could have messed up my blood pressure it could have messed up the akg and it could have appeared like something was wrong so i put my mind in full force going in that i didn't even think about it you know because nothing good would have came out and a lot of people think you can't do that but you absolutely can that's how people beat lie detector tests the same philosophy so That, I'm sure you'd think that's pretty cool, Sarah. Now here's what's next. I walk into the cardiologist's office, okay? And of course you have to wear a mask and the lady there had a sign, something about smiling and we can tell or whatever. So I had a pair of sunglasses on and my mask. Like you couldn't see any facial expression in me. (laughs) And I'm, I'm like, so how can you tell if I'm smiling? And I was smiling. What she said was pretty funny, but it was also not nice in the same realm. <laughs> She's like, oh, because I can see the wrinkles on your eyes moving up. <laughs> I'm like, thanks a lot. <laughs>
1: well, that, that, that goes against the um, philosophy that women are told when they smile, learn to smile without your eyes so that you don't get wrinkles. And now we're told the opposite because otherwise you can't tell if someone's smiling.
0: Exactly. So.
1: It's a crazy world we're in, and you just have to really control your stress level and control your internal environment so that the external environment doesn't get to you and you know with your blood pressure this is something interesting is we have a blood pressure device at home and they tell you that going to the doctor's office typically the person's blood pressure is much higher than it is when they're at home taking it in a relaxed state well of course you're yeah in the heart doctor's room and you're they're going to tell you if you're going to live or die essentially that's what they're going to make you feel so your heart's going to start increasing and pumping and and your blood pressure is probably going up right
2: oh yeah no doubt plus i had my whole sales pitch which we're going to talk about and that's where it relates to you that you know i had and so i also had to focus on making sure that i won my argument (laughs) yeah right (laughs) But, and I never have blood pressure problems ever, but they always take it. And that's also a sign that they use or whatever. So, but here's the interesting part that you're going to like. Okay. So I like, I don't know if I told you, but I like my cardiologist because I handpicked them. Okay. So the reason I handpicked them is the original cardiologist I had when I brought in all my supplements from my uh, naturopath, he refused to even look at them. And like, I don't expect a cardiologist to be all gung-ho on natural health, but I want one that's gonna at least have an open mind. So right. after that, I fired that cardiologist because if you're not even gonna look at it, at least look at it and tell me it's crap, okay? Yeah. Even if right. you're lying to me, that's better than not looking at it, okay? And so anyways, so I had my secretary at the time call every cardiologist in, in my county till you found one that, and I said specifically, not that it is okay with natural medicine, but it's just open to it because I knew I wasn't going to get, you know, they have to follow certain regulations too. So they can't even say sometimes what they really believe, but at least if they're open to it, I'm okay. So then we got one who's my current cardiologist and he got on the phone with me for like an hour and a half because I'm like that. Okay, like I don't take doctors and just say, okay, whatever you say, you're God, okay? And he listened the whole time, talked to me the whole time, no charge. So then I go into him and I brought all my supplements. And he sat down and he looked at every single supplement and the ingredients, some of which he knew. And so he said, well, this would be good, but this might not be good right now because of this. You know, he was giving me logical reasons. And then the stuff he didn't know what it was, he sat there and looked it up right in front of me, you know. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't being Mr. Know-it-all. Like he admitted he didn't know, so let's look it up. So he knows me well enough that every time I come to see him, I'm giving him some sales pitch for something. Because, you know, when you first get the heart attack, they put you on this cocktail that I don't want to begin with, so I spend the next period of time getting off the cocktails. And there was one final cocktail that you and I talked about, that, and part of the cocktail that I needed to get off of, and that was that evil statin crap. And he right. he knew from day one I didn't want it, so I had the whole sales pitch. But the one thing that was interesting about you too is, because I had other things, you know, because my diet is way stricter than he ever puts on me. Like, I, you know, it amazes me what cardiologists and hospitals tell people to eat that have heart issues or sugar issues. It it just kind of blows my mind. Like I was literally in the hospital. I'm like, what are you giving me? I can't eat this stuff, you know? (laughs) And they
1: don't know. They have not learned much in medical school about nutrition. And I think we touched on this before. Cholesterol is not the bad guy you need cholesterol you need cholesterol to make your hormones when you're on a statin drug typically a man is also given viagra because your cholesterol is needed to make that testosterone and it's like blaming a burning fire on the fireman
2: yeah right so, exactly
1: you know a heart doctor's telling you to eat your cheerios and eat your um, fruits and granola all of those things cause inflammation in the body, raise your blood sugar, and they cause the heart disease. It is not the protein and the fats. That, and that was something I wanted to talk about today that's on a lot of people's minds. I do these group cleanses with, um, it's called the Ascent Diet Cleanse. And one thing that we've been talking about, which I'm telling people, number one, they're shocked that their appetite's gone down. And that is typically with my accelerated keto, which we touched on before, it kicks you into ketosis within 30 minutes and knocks out your appetite because your body's looking to its own fat stores for energy or for fuel. So you're riding this nice wave of great energy and your brain's like, I am on fire because I have this clean burning fuel. But then when you do eat, appetite is really interesting. Your brain is looking for certain amino acids and certain fatty acids to increase something called CCK. This is a hormone released by your gut that reduces the appetite, and it is only released from amino acids and fatty acids. Well, where do you get amino acids? You get it from protein. And you get, and it's really looking for one in particular called L-glutamine and the fatty acids that it's looking for, are the omega-3 fatty acids from fish and algae, kelp, krill, and CLA. So- What's interesting, and I found this, and it's kind of a bad thing that I found it, I mean, I guess I I learned something about myself, is I'll sit down, I'm on a low-carb, higher-protein, lots-of-green-vegetable diet, and I can sit there, and I will have this big plate of a ton of meat and vegetables, and I always start with my meat, And this is what I tell my, my people in my, in my group coaching, start with your protein because half the time your brain goes, Oh my gosh, I'm full and you haven't even touched anything else on your plate. But what do they give you at a restaurant? They give you bread first, because bread actually stimulates the appetite more than when you were even sat down and had anything to eat. So that's why you can sit there and go, I am so full of this prime rib and these vegetables, but yes, I want some chocolate cake. Because that chocolate cake, the sugar and the carbs actually increase appetite. So your, your body is looking for amino acids and fat. And that is what is satisfying your brain and your appetite. And then there's other things that you can do to lower your blood sugar and lower your appetite. And that's by moving or walking or doing even some squats before or after dinner. That's going to keep your blood sugar more um, lower or it will rise slower and go down slower instead of a huge spike up and down, which causes this roller coaster of eating a ton of food and then being hungry an hour later, right? And then another thing that I was gonna mention to you is there's this thing, this hormone called leptin. People have heard of insulin, they've heard of blood sugar, but what's leptin? So insulin resistance is when your body says it's producing insulin, producing insulin to take care of this blood sugar in your, in your blood to get that blood sugar into its fat cells. And then if you do too much and there's constantly so much sugar that the insulin can't keep up, it will finally say, I give up. I'm not listening to that signal anymore. Well, the same thing happens with leptin. So leptin is the hormone that is produced by fat cells and says, stop eating, I'm satisfied. Well, you would think that if someone has, they're obese and they've got plenty of fat cells, that they would not be hungry at all. But what happens is that your body gets to have leptin resistance and what it stops listening to that signal. So the fat cells release plenty of leptin, the signaling doesn't work, and it actually wants your body to, to eat more. So it reverses the fat cells continue to produce it at an abnormal amount, the receptors essentially downgrade their response, and then the more weight you gain, the more fat stores you have, the more your body is actually thinking it's starving. So. What you want to do to reverse that is to become insulin sensitive, just like we want to become leptin sensitive and lower that blood sugar. And that's where you want to focus on intermittent fasting, sticking to a low-carb diet, focusing on those proteins and the healthy omega-3s to trigger that feeling of, I'm satisfied, I don't need to eat anymore. And then there are certain other things like, eliminating processed foods this is really interesting dean we know processed foods are bad for you they are inflammatory they're quick to eat they're you just know they they don't they're not real food well what is so bad in them is they've got these emulsifiers in them and that brings together fat and water And that helps keep them or give them a longer shelf life. But these emulsifiers strip away the mucosal lining of the gut and cause the neurons to retract in the gut. And as a a consequence, the signals from the CCK, which we had talked about with the amino acids and the fatty acids, are shut down and never get triggered to shut down. So you end up wanting to eat more. That's why you could sit down and eat a whole can of Oreos or Pringles or a bag of chips, but you can't eat more than one steak, right? So they, they are limiting the gut's ability to measure what is in the food you digest, and it can't shut down that hunger. And then it also affects your brain's registering of dopamine, which regulates your cravings for sugar so that your cravings increase. So there's this whole domino effect when you start eating the wrong foods. And that's why people will say, gosh, I was doing so good for three days and then I fell off the wagon. And it's not like I fell off the wagon and had one Oreo cookie. I had the whole box. Because (laughs) once you trigger that signal, it's just like there's no turning back. So I wanted to explain that a little bit and how, you know, if, if you feel like you're starving all of the time and you have no control of your appetite, it's not your fault. It's not a lack of willpower. You just need to reset your leptin reset reset your insulin and the easiest way to do that is with a low carb higher protein uh, moderate fat diet and or a ketogenic diet and um that's why i I love the accelerated keto pills because they put you in that state right away tells your body it doesn't need any more food because it's got thousands and thousands of calories on its body to burn for energy, even, um, even with my kids, my son has like an 8% body fat, he can wake up and not eat breakfast if he doesn't want to his appetites fine, blood sugars fine, because he sticks to a higher protein, lots of green vegetables diet, he throws the carbs in there, um, because he needs to eat about four to 5000 calories a day, but it's still the healthy non processed food.
2: Well, yeah, and you're so right, because, you know, the fact is, before I, you know, got off sugars and carbs, yeah, the fact is, is I could eat a whole pan of brownies because it never, ever does satisfy your, like, you can never stop eating that stuff. Uh, but I can tell you it was rather funny when I first started to reverse the diabetes and I was, you know, taking supplements and eating the way my naturopath told me long before I even met you. And I i was so shocked. I was, I went into her one day and I was like, I don't get it, I'm just never hungry. And she goes, that's because you're getting everything your body needs, which is exactly what you just said, you know? So, so that's the, when people are super hungry, it means they're not getting what their body needs, but they're putting in a bunch of stuff they couldn't. And it's funny you said about the process, because I was just having a discussion with somebody this weekend about the Beyond and Impossible burgers.
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> so,
2: so people are eating those supposedly because they're healthy, because they're plant-based. But I think to myself, how much processing has to go into making the, that, making a plant look and taste and have the texture of a meat? Like that has to be super, super, super duper processing
1: it's just that's not real food I mean and that's not even all plant-based I mean there the amount of junk and fake foods and fake ingredients that are in those things it's just awful I mean it, it should be illegal it's just don't don't even get me started <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll have to save that for another episode but right. I do want to tell you the last thing uh, that a uh, is having to do with you that happened at the cardiologist so that you thought i thought you would appreciate so you and i were talking about salt and you know my cardiologist never said anything to me per se but because i am the way i am you know okay i had heart attacks i have to automatically go on a low sodium diet i didn't even need a doctor to tell me that because that's what you're told okay interesting thing is i've never had problems with my sodium levels ever and uh You're going to love the irony of this. So I uh, went into him and I, you know, I said something about the salt and blah, 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 blah. he's like, yeah, no, you know, your blood pressure's fine. Your salt's fine. You don't need to worry about that. You can do uh, 2,000 milligrams of sodium a day. You don't need to not take in any salt. And so I was like, okay, cool. And I explained, you know, I used you in the conversation. You know, I said, I was talking to one of my clients and blah, 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 and went over the whole thing. And, you know, he listened to me. Here's the yeah. I- here's the irony. You ready for the irony? Yeah. So, in taking me off the statins, because I won that argument, he said, but first, we have to get your cholesterol tested, and if your cholesterol is good, then we'll do it. So, I went and got blood work. I was prepared to, okay, Sarah, this is how I am. He goes, but you'll have to fast. I'm like, all right, did it just in case, because I knew you were going to have me get blood work. Like, I... No way had to tell me I fasted, so I could get off that poison as quick as possible and not have to wait. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I I got the test done. I thought it was just gonna be cholesterol. I, and I even asked I had him test my blood type because I've never had that. I think you and I discussed that. So here's the irony. I got it back. My cholesterol's fine, so we're cool with with the statin. Uh, but your sodium is a little high. <laughs> and i'm like i i don't even eat any i don't put salt on anything. <laughs> anything so maybe it you know it might have been just something it was like one point over but it was just I, ironic that i was just saying about i take in no sodium and now he's telling me i can take in sodium and my sodium was high but okay only just, by i know
1: we're almost out of time but i want to answer that question because i went through a period of time where my son was put on a low salt diet and his numbers weren't coming down and then I went to another practitioner and she said well of course not if your body needs salt your body needs salt that's why they give you an IV of, of saying in the hospital they put salt in that yeah and so we added salt to back into his diet his his salt Whereas sodium levels didn't change because the body said, oh, well, now I'm getting it. So I don't have to hoard the little bit of salt that I'm having. And your kidneys will retain that salt If it thinks that it's not going to get any more and edema, and this is something that I I suffer from sometimes, is just water retention. You get water retention from not having enough salt, not the opposite. So your body is going to keep a balance of salt in it regardless of what you do. And it's kind of the same thing with cholesterol. If you don't eat enough cholesterol, your body's going to make what it needs.
2: Yeah. So I think that's interesting information for everybody to use. And you know what I thought of when you were just saying about that too is look at the people that do have high blood pressure, that are taking high blood pressure pills, which are basically water, and they're the ones that always get bloated from the lack of sodium. So there you go.
1: Right. There you go.
2: I thought that immediately when you were saying, I'm like, yeah, like think of everybody, you know, they're always bloated when they're on blood pressure medicine. So amazing, like we could talk about this for hours and you know, everybody can tune into your show for more uh, Accelerated Health Radio and Accelerated Health TV. It's on uh, W4HC Radio Live. It's on Talk4TV Live every week, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. And also you can catch all of the past episodes on iHeart, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, or pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcast podcasts and you know it's always a pleasure to have you on and we're gonna have to expand more on this next month when you're on the adventures of pipe man once again
1: Sounds good to me, Dean. And if anyone's interested in a full body reset, mind and body, and a diet cleanse, just contact me directly through my website, acceleratedhealthproducts.com. The results are phenomenal. Loss in visceral body fat and regular body fat increased muscle tone, better mental and physical energy, and actually a reduction in cancer risk. It's been phenomenal. I can't even, I'm just blown away by the results so far.
2: I love it. And tell everybody all the ways they can connect with you. Social media everywhere.
1: On Facebook and Instagram, more on Instagram, I'm at Accelerated Health Products and my website, acceleratedhealthproducts.com. I have a weekly newsletter that I try to make really good, interesting stuff, and you can find all of that on my uh, website as well. And if you have some health issues, just email me through the website and I'm happy to put you on your own personalized protocol.
2: Sounds great. I think everybody should check you out. You are amazing and have amazing information. And I will also testify right here on the show that thanks to some of your information used in my sales pitch, I got off that poison and convinced my cardiologist that I can put some salt on food now.
1: (laughs) That is why I do what I do, and thank you. That makes my day when I hear someone have a positive change because of me. So thanks, Dean.
2: Well, thank you for all you do, Sarah, and everybody. Check out Sarah. Check out Accelerate Health Products. Check out Accelerate Health Radio, and check out Accelerate Health TV. It will change your life.
0: Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man. On W4CY Radio.